0: Welcome to the duo podcast. That's Disney, Universal, and Orlando. I'm Amelia. And I'm Gabriella. We are two sisters who are not so secretly obsessed with all things Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, and Orlando as a whole. We're gonna be talking
1: about our favorite rides, our much-loved places to eat, how we plan our trips, and our most memorable experiences at our number one vacation destination. Plus, we're going to have a few special guests weaving their way in and out of the episodes. So please do listen in, get involved through social media, and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Duo Podcast. 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 <laughs> With me, Gabriella.
0: And me, Amelia.
1: And today we are bringing this episode to you on the day of the second UK national lockdown.
0: It's actually the eve the Eve, oh, actually, the episode. Oh, to be fair, we're recording yeah. this on the so, eve, but so I was
1: right, yeah, you're right.
0: We're recording this on the, the lockdown eve,
1: yeah. On <laughs> that sounds so sad, <laughs> I know. it's like Christmas Eve, but really dark,
0: yeah, I know, it sucks. But we wanted to bring you this episode, but first of all, say, like, you know, we're feeling it as much as everybody else is feeling it right now, it's, it's super heavy, it sucks, like. Mm. Gabby is a small business owner, my mum and dad are small business owners, like, you know, it's not an easy time and it's definitely, you don't want to try and pretend as if like, you know, we're okay. No,
1: it's hard. It is really hard right now. And within that as well, like just to be really clear, it's not just that we're small business owners, it's that we are bricks and mortar small business owners within leisure and like food and beverage sector, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which basically means that we are having to close during Mm -hmm. this time. Um, cause obviously I know that there are loads of small business owners out there that are doing really, really well at the moment with online and all the rest of it. So massive shout out to you guys. Well done. Um, and, and I need to learn your ways. <laughs> I need to learn your ways. So if you've got, um, if you've got experience, if you've got like tips, ideas, advice, anything at all, um, for us with regards to taking business online, then we would so, so welcome it at this time. But anyway, enough of that. So what this episode is all about today is how Walt Disney World saved our lockdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's such like a clickbaity title. <laughs>
0: I know. And we were we were just like thinking like how should we do this? So it kind of ties in with lockdown, but it doesn't feel like miserable. And I was like, hold hold up a second. As hard as lockdown was the first time, there are so so many redeeming factors. That made it just great. Mm. And a lot of them we have Walt Disney World to thank and everything else that branches off from that, which we'll mention in this episode.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, as I say, we're talking specifically about lo- the last lockdown. Um, so, hopefully, this will give some of you guys some ideas as to how you can make the next four weeks, if you are based in the UK as well, really, really wonderful too. So,
0: We're going to go to the first point, which of course would be starting this podcast, which we did, I think it must have been March or April. I know that this is episode 25 that's going out, which is insane, actually. That (laughs) is crazy. So 20, it won't have been 25 weeks ago because we missed a few weeks, but yeah, it's been a long time and it's a long time coming because when we first said, like, let's do this podcast, it must have been at least like two years ago and Mm -hmm. so many things came up and... You know, all the excuses in the world. And then eventually when lockdown happened, we were we were like, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that came from inspiration of some of the other points we're going to mention in a little bit. Um, So, yeah, I'm happy that we finally
1: did this. I think like one of the things that always stood in our way of doing it in the past when we've wanted to do it for so long was the whole time thing. We were, it, we were like oh we've not got time like you know rushing around all the time like showing up in our businesses or showing up at other projects or you know using our social time to see friends etc um, and then when it so happened that we were stuck indoors like for all intents and purposes all of a sudden we didn't have that excuse anymore and we could get stuck in and we've Mm -hmm. we very soon realized that even when things did begin to get busy again I don't say back to normal because it's definitely not normal it's not been normal um but when things started to get busy again we realized actually recording this podcast it's a little bit like meditation where it doesn't take time it makes time like um and you know it's something that we just really love doing now. It's not. It's not something which which depletes us or tires us out or makes us feel as though we've wasted any time doing it. Um, it just makes us feel like we've made the most of the time and and shared it with you guys. So, it's it's been really really great and to connect with so many other people as well within the community um, means an awful lot as well.
0: It's so true, like what Gabby says. How it is a, has been a form of self care for us because. I know that many of the vloggers we watch, they say like, you know, this is as much for us as it is for you. And it's true. It seems like a little bit of work to be totally honest. It it doesn't feel like it at all. It's, it's a really, it's a really nice hobby and a really nice escape for us mentally.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh yeah. And like, and the whole other reason why we are so grateful for this podcast is all of the people we have met through this, because our podcast is, Oh, I want to guess, but I think we've had nearly like 2000 downloads, Mm. which is great. That's such a nice feeling, especially something that we, you know, we run basically on Instagram and Twitter and just connecting with like minded people. It feels like a really nice achievement that even 100 people were even listening
1: to us, Mm. especially because we've not actually even put a penny in If that makes sense, like, because we wanted, we, we never, when we started it, we weren't like, Oh, this needs to be a business or it needs to make any money or anything like that. And we were like, okay, well, if it's not going to make any money, then we really (laughs) can't afford to be putting loads of money in and, you know, paying for ads or fancy equipment or anything like that. Um, so to have that sort of support from people when this is not the most like, um, fancy sort of setup, it just, it means a lot.
0: Mm. Totally. And, you know, we're going to give a few shout outs, particular because it was after watching certain vlogs that we were like, okay, we really need to go ahead and do this. The first of which was Despicable 3. Mm. They were the very first, like, vloggers that we started watching. Because I don't know why we went so long without ever watching vlogs. I think because obviously I will have been at uni and you will have had your work and you didn't live at home for a little while. And then you, made, like, loads of things were, were going on and we just never really had the opportunity to sit down and be like, Oh,
1: how can we be connected to Disney? So, Despicable Three. Yeah, they they are amazing. Despicable Three, particularly some of my favourites because I remember some of the first ones of theirs that we watched. It was me and Dad, because Dad was searching for reviews of restaurants on International Drive, mm-hmm. um, and and they've got a couple maybe maybe three or four videos now um, going through like restaurants outside of Disney, and they've got really great footage of. Um, Universal as well so obviously they've got some Disney stuff too but they, those things are like my favourite things that Despicable 3 do for sure
0: definitely the second one of course cheers ears oh yeah these two these two people by the way they've both been on our podcast go and listen to their episodes they're awesome and they joined us in like the early stages of the podcast just like two girls being like hey will you be a
1: guest on our show we should totally (laughs) do it again now that it's locked down again we should do it again with them
0: yeah so cheers ears total legends the whole family they're just a really beautiful
1: bunch of people and love watching them every weekend in like the least creepy way possible yeah <laughs> with them i think the thing that i like the most is that i feel like they're the most similar to us yeah even though they've got um a son and a daughter luke and Daisy. Daisy, <laughs> daisy um and obviously with us it's like that we're two daughters i think i just feel like the family vibe is really similar yeah. like their sense of humor is really similar to ours they like very similar styles and things to towards the wine yeah like trace yeah <laughs> exactly we definitely need to like hook up with them and <laughs> have a few drinks in trace um but yeah so um cheersy is really really wonderful
0: and then of course like jade billington a clary tale I started watching Haley morris the o orlando they've been big time supporters of, for us of ugh big time supporters of ours for a really long time and they have vlogged themselves so all of these people we just oh mr david mr ian of, of course. course so just got many disney people. in detail
1: yeah um god there's loads there's, literally t- there's could... a
0: ton and like we'll mention it we'll put them in the show notes for everybody to go and find them themselves as well but amazing community of people out there and such supportive people of what we were doing it's such an early stage as mm. well so we're just grateful that we were welcomed into the space with nice open socially distanced arms <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> of course so yeah so that's been number 1 um as has been starting the podcast and all of the great things that that went along with that um number 2 in terms of another reason why Walt Disney World upgraded our lockdown experience has been introducing us as we said to vlogs mm-hmm. in general and to the content like the high quality content mm-hmm. that we just hadn't like we just had no access to really before mm-hmm. before we started watching vlogs like our dad has always bought um like the Brits Guide to Disney book and the Unofficial Guide to Disney book and uh, and a few others Um, But apart from them and, you know, just literally like going on the Disney website, Walt Disney World website, we didn't really have much like sort of insider knowledge, I guess would be the way that I would describe it. Whereas during lockdown, we really got into watching um, some of those US vloggers that are in Disney every single day, it seems, um, and really learning from learning from their like fancy tips and tricks. Like... The Tim Tracker and All Ears
0: and DFB, these people like are machines, they make such incredible content and again just to touch on some of the vloggers that we mentioned like just on, in point one, the editing is so good like mm. because it, I know from, I did journalism, broadcast journalism at uni and it's probably just because I'm not super sharp with this of type of stuff but like, I know I can understand the programs they're probably using and it's not easy stuff. Mm. And I think especially like Despicable 3 in particular, they, you know, they do a weekend vlog and they edit it and post it that same weekend, which I just think is insane. Mm. Um, the Stranger couple as well, really, really slick editing. But yeah, like All Ears is basically like television. Yeah,
1: All years and Disney Food Blog, they are like mm. our two major go to's. So All Ears is Molly. Um, and she, she, she is one that I think she goes probably every day because she lives in Orlando, I think. Um, and and we started watching hers again from a food perspective, but we have begun enjoying more of like the actual going to the parks and and I enjoy her merch merch videos. I
0: love the merch videos. Dad hates them, but he secretly loves yeah. them. Yeah. We don't. He, he doesn't buy merch or anything. Yeah,
1: but. I think it's probably because whenever whenever there's like a merch um video on where me and Millie are like oh I want one of them I want one of them I'm gonna get a spirit jersey and I'm gonna get and dad's probably thinking this is gonna be an expensive trip (laughs) to Disney World um the next time but but yeah so I think the detail that she goes into Molly and she's got a great sense of humor as well she's really really funny
0: I think as well I love how she you know her every like episode she does is very much like taken from the minds of the viewers it's it's very much with us in mind like okay what do they want to see oh I bet people are wondering what you can eat in Harry Potter you know Mm. in Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley I'm going to do a whole video on that and It's just brilliant, it's given us so much more insight, especially with like recent Universal Studios videos about food, because we've never really been big foodies over Mm -hmm. at Universal Studios. And she did a whole video on it that was like nearly an hour long, and and we were like, yeah. That's (laughs) the other
1: thing as well with Molly that's great, is that she, her videos are like varying lengths, Mm. so you can go to her channel and you can think like, oh, I've got an hour to kill, and you can watch one of one of her videos, or she's got some that are much shorter as well, like ten minutes. And I like that because, yeah, it's sometimes if you have got an hour to kill and you're like going from one video to another to another, I don't know, mm. it just feels like a bit disjointed. Uh, so so yeah, Molly is really great with all ears and then be on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, be on our podcast, Molly. We want to meet you. Um, and then AJ from DFB Disney Food, food Blog. Yeah, Disney Food Blog. She is amazing and she's she's just the other day actually when I was moving house I was listening to her I just had like YouTube on on my phone while I was like pottering around and arranging things um and I just feel like she goes into so much detail
0: yeah she does and I work because basically if you've not seen Disney food Blog before the difference between her and all is, is that all Molly is there in person showing you around these different places whereas AJ is very much like a a new, like almost like a news correspondent it's just like her commentary over different things that are going on in Walt Disney World at the time and obviously she must have a script but she just speaks so casually and eloquently mm. as if like you wouldn't know that she has a script and well she must write the scripts anyway and there's just
1: so much knowledge packed into everything she's saying yeah it's really easy listening um the f- Disney food blog and the visuals are really great because she does like some really nice like close-ups of, of the food and just like talking through the actual ingredients and the way that it feels in your mouth and like it's like you're actually there. I love that.
0: And here's a question actually. If anybody watches Disney Food Blog, if you can please explain to us why it says at the start, there's like a little what do you <laughs> call it, an image that runs across the like a video that runs to introduce the vlog. <laughs> and it says, Disney Food Blog, let's win Disney and
1: we have no idea what that means I just think she means like like you know when she said when people are like oh let's win at life like I think she she kind of oh. means like let's win at Disney like like let's win at being Disney goers maybe it's
0: an American thing yeah let's an win American Disney phrase.
1: I don't know because it's true like whenever I see it I'm like god I wish that I could win Disney like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, that was a competition prize was like if you win then you win Walt Disney World yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, but yeah. So, so they are some really, really great vlogs. And then there's there's others that we haven't mentioned as well um, that we love. And and also, what's the? I can't remember what what the podcast is called now. But it's a podcast. But they they like record it like video as well with pete pete werner
0: oh yeah you could have asked me that that's why yeah. like, i listen to that every week yeah dis unplugged, Diz unplugged. Diz unplugged. Exactly. it's one of my favorite podcasts it's like it's hosted by pete werner and he runs a company with his friend oh gosh oh gosh i can't remember his friend's name and he's like my favorite um called dreams unlimited travel so you can like book your disney trips through them and it doesn't cost you anything but it helps them so and they do like these roundtable discussions about all the news that's going on in disney world And I love it. Pete's very, like, straight-talking, and they all have such, like, funny personalities, and there's one lady who has a really amazing way of talking about Disney food. Mm. She just, like, I don't know, she talks about it as she's thinking, as if she's tasting it, as Mm -hmm. she's saying
1: it, and... I love that. So that's Unplugged. I love it. And there's like there's always like debate going on and mm-hmm. they always seem to know information before anybody else seems to yeah. know information.
0: Yeah, they have like it's it's proper like a news a news show because they have insiders. They have people to give them like proper, you know, detailed insights on what's going on in Disney. And also they're they're unbiased. So mm-hmm. they
1: <laughs> they're unbiased, but they've all got like opinions, like strong opinions and stuff, haven't they? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, sorry, they they're not always for Disney. Yeah, they're not yeah. always pro Disney. They'll be super honest oh, about yeah. if they think that Disney's made a mistake. Even though their whole business thrives on people booking through Disney, they will be so honest about like this is a bad move. I don't like this person that works here.
1: Yeah, and, they do like when they do walkthroughs of like their actual trips as well, and they've stayed. They've basically like one person from their team, at least, has done, like they they've done everything basically mm-hmm. like. Whether it's the, um, you know, like the special tours at the theme parks that like you know not everybody gets to go and do. Whether it's staying in like a specific room that is you know really super fancy or whatever. Like, there's someone on their team that has done whatever it is that you're thinking about doing, and I love that. And they pay to every
0: single thing they do. They pay for themselves because they want to make sure that like every opinion they have isn't in any way. Um, what you What's the word for it? Like led.
1: Oh by yeah, Disney. like so that so there's no sort of like sponsored, like they're yeah. not sponsored by Disney or or anything like that. Um, I've been going for over twenty years as well. Really, that podcast has been going for over twenty years. Oh my years. god! I think that um, yeah. God, that's a long time. I know. I think they said <laughs> it on crazy. a recent
0: on a recent show, and and like the last thing as well, they do a lot. They they raise a lot of money. They recently raised over a million dollars for Give Kids the World, which is an amazing like organization based in Orlando to help kids enjoy Disney who who are like less fortunate. Sick I think. Yeah yeah, so really great I highly recommend if you are into listening to podcasting you want to know what's going on in the inside Mm -hmm. highly recommend The Disney Unplugged.
1: Yeah so they they do it they podcast it and they've Film it at the same time, so it's like depends like on what vodcast, sort of person. Yeah. yeah, vodcast is that what they call it? I don't know. Well, I that's feel a, like good that's a good way to call it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and also within that, of course, we have to mention Lou, Lou mongello Like probably one of my favorite. I mean, there's so many favorite things that I love about Lou, but especially like his inspirational, motivational vibe, and again, detail. So it's it's like you're actually there. Mm. Like sometimes listening to his podcast episodes is like doing a visualisation meditation Mm -hmm. with Lou being the guide like the scripted guide Um, and I especially enjoyed when Disney Springs reopened after the last, like the Florida lockdown Um, and he did a Facebook live for like hours it was like a full day of him walking around Disney Springs Mm -hmm. Um, and that was really great and then there are just so many others that we could mention but we're not going to but yeah there's there's just incredible vloggers out there really incredible so the next thing that we are going to say has been the way that Walt Disney World upgraded our lockdown experience was through Disney Plus we bought straight into that Disney Plus thing we were we were in wanting it like way before lockdown I think we signed up before lockdown oh yeah knowing what dates it was I think maybe it was even like around Christmas time of last mm-hmm. year when I think you could like pre-order it or whatever mm. um and we were just desperate and then obviously in the UK the UK lockdown riddle riddle me this guys the UK lockdown started like the same week or something it that was Disney like the plus same actually day. I'm not joking yeah. I think
0: it was March 26th or March 24th and it was literally like the same day or the day after we went into lockdown something that was insane
1: and we were like hmm, Hmm, they knew for any of those conspiracy theorists out there um, that's, it's not a coincidence Conspiracy theory is just a name that was given to
0: people who had different ideas <laughs> <laughs> I love that, I love it Spoken like a true conspiracy theorist Yeah,
1: preach, we love it um, But yeah, so Disney Plus has been incredible, and you know what, we've not actually watched, because I thought like, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. I You have... don't even know what I'm going to say Okay. Okay, what I'm going to say was we've not actually watched a lot of the things that we thought we were going to watch with Disney Plus As in, when I knew that Disney Plus was going to happen and I was like, oh my God, and it's going to have every single Disney thing that's ever been made, I'm going to watch Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and Snow White and, you know, all of these movies from my childhood. That was what I thought were going to be, like, my main viewing, like, main viewing moments. Mm. And I've not watched hardly any of them. Um, But instead, we've watched a lot of the original sort of TV show setups that are based in Walt Disney World. Like for example, the uh, the Christmas decorating show. I don't remember what it's called. The Buffy Goldberg. <laughs> it's Not the Christmas decorating. Yeah, it's...
0: I think it's like Christmas and Walt Disney World, yeah. or like Disney World in the holidays, and yeah. that's great. And also the um, Disney fair- Fairytale Weddings. If you've been with oh, us since the so start, good. that was our very first episode because we had no idea that this show even existed. Yeah. And it was just epic i mean it's all the cheese rolled into one wonderful show about disney fairy tale weddings oh and they've got a holiday special
1: yeah and we and the the one day in disney shorts as well where it like follows people that work in disney in like different capacities and they're really they are short they're like what seven minutes yeah but there's like they're they're like doggy but for (laughs) For (laughs) grown-ups because walter watches this tv show called hey doggy and each episode only lasts seven minutes um, but yeah, so the One Day in Disney is great, so it's got, like, it'll be um, showing one day as a Disney veterinarian, or one day as a Disney, um, what are some of the other ones that we, we There was an awesome
0: one we watched the other day who was, like, a sound technician, and he basically did all of, like, the voice recording for, like, uh, Tom yeah. Hanks, for just all of these famous people, Um, James Earl Jones for The Lion King, and he was still working there, and I found like the nerd in me mm. found
1: that so freaking cool. There was like one day in Disney as a casting director, and one day yeah. in Disney as a um, costume designer. Another one that I loved was the as a like performer, mm-hmm. um, on The Lion King. Just it's that's a really really great little thing that Disney Plus have got going on. Prop culture. That's yeah. a really
0: popular one. A really popular. One. Ah, I didn't even say that. <laughs> the Imagineering story, which is just great. I think that'll be something that I watch like once a yeah. year. Yeah,
1: we should rewatch that maybe around Christmas time because yeah. I like. Yeah, I, I wanted to pay attention, but I was also really tired because it was. <laughs> it was like during the beginning, towards the beginning of lockdown, when Walter felt like such a handful. Um, so I was just always like passed out on the sofa watching that mm. um, and then we watched we, we did like massive binge watching of some of our favourite TV shows from when we were teenagers oh my God, I
0: completely forgot about that
1: yeah like oh that's so raven re, re, what's the word review <laughs> like, yeah that was um, like the best one of the best
0: parts of lockdown like laughing at That so raven again because we've not oh. watched that show obviously since we were like young like tweens Just brilliant. We don't have Disney Channel on our TV anymore. And so we just never used to watch it. Yeah. That's been great. So good. Some of our faves, Sweet Life is Zack and Cody's, Um, Lizzie McGuire. I was going to say Lizzie McGuire. (laughs) Hannah
1: Montana. You were saying the other day, like what a bang, like how, how much, um, how many bangers are in Hannah Montana? Yeah.
0: Whoever wrote the songs for Hannah Montana, they are like, they're like poetry. They're (laughs) great. Like if you put that in a quote on Instagram, nobody's perfect. I got to work it again and again till I get it right. You would get like 5,000 likes.
1: That's so true. If you, if you made it into like a fancy graphic maybe we should do that (laughs) on the duo on the duo page and see how many likes it gets but yeah so disney plus was was amazing and you know what's funny is that most of these um things that we've listed involve us sitting in front of the television (laughs) all of all of the vlogs and all of the disney plus um but yeah this we it would have been a struggle without disney plus and i'm really glad that we've got it for the next four weeks and for the foreseeable future Um, but definitely during the lockdown. So another
0: reason why Walt Disney World saved our lockdown experience is because it introduced us to so many new tips and tricks which we've never used before and we've 100% going to be doing for for next time we go obviously I know we mention a lot but just in case you're listening for the first time we've been going since about 2003 to Disney World Mm. and we haven't gone every single year but we have gone quite a few times so you know we don't feel like pros, but we feel like yeah, we know Disney. Mm-hmm. but watching all of these vlogs and looking at all of these social media accounts, we realize, whoa, there's so many different ways to up level our experience. Mm, definitely.
1: One of my big biggies that I feel I mean who knows whenever we next get to go, um, I don't know if the f- like current fastpass system will be different or what, but the technique that molly from all years has which she calls it fiddle faddling Mm -hmm. um tiddle toddle doesn't it remind you of that
0: no i'm like thinking again of like walter's
1: tv show moon and me um but yeah fiddle faddling where she um it's it's her way of making sure that she gets as on as many attractions as she possibly can in a day and it does i think it is like you've got to really be wanting to go on every single attraction to like get the most out of doing this but what she does is she down like so, so she gets her three fast passes but she'll book them all for like within the first hour to an hour and a half in the morning and then as soon as you do like as soon as you tap to go in on the third fast pass so you're like walking through the queue like all the fast pass line to get onto the attraction and you literally are like refreshing your phone for, to see what fast passes is, is the next available fast pass. Like, and then you click on that and then you go to that one. And when you're in the line for that one and you're walking through, you then refresh and then you click for the next available fast pass. So it's like, you don't kind of panic about which order you do them in. Mm. Um, and you have to be prepared to like bounce around the park a lot. Um, but she some of her videos she's done where she's been on every attraction in each theme park. Like so Magic King doing every single attraction in Magic Kingdom on one single day. And then she did the same in Animal Kingdom and the same in Epcot and the same in Hollywood Studios. She's a
0: total machine and mm. I think it's something that's definitely doable. If if you're going on a trip where you're gonna be going to the parks multiple times, then yeah, I think why not give yourself the the challenge mm-hmm. to do it. I think if you're going on a short trip um, I mean it depends what kind of person you are to be honest, because I'd like to I was gonna say like if you're going on a shorter trip, maybe you don't wanna be too focused on like spending your whole part day worrying about these fast passes because as you've heard on our episodes before it can be super stressful to try and get them. However, if you are someone that's like, I'm gonna go, I wanna ride everything, then learn this technique.
1: Yeah. I actually think that a lot of people that have a short trip would prefer to do this
0: to get the most out yeah of it.
1: because they exactly mm. whereas if you've got a longer trip then and say that you you've got it booked maybe you've got like an eight day ticket where you can go and just chill around the park each park for one day and then you can do like a going hard on your fiddle faddling on the mm. other day then I think it's a really really good shout and a good idea and obviously you don't have to do it that way where you do every single attraction mm. like um but it's it's a way to get the most to kind of hack the fast pass system, which me and Millie have never been a fan of the new fast pass system, so that's like one tip that I really value. One tip that was kind of I added
0: this is like a funny one, and I've seen it on Mister David and Mystery and's vlogs. However, they got it from Yaz and on the Stranger Couples vlogs. Yaz, well. and Ash. <laughs> Yaz and Ash, which is when you're on the plane, if you're getting like a gin and tonic. <gasps> You When you get to the end of your gym, tip the bottle to the side and it'll gather, like,
1: excess alcohol. And then you've got yourself another bit of alcohol. It's Brilliant, guys. Oh, Brilliant. my God. That's, like, it's just, like, yeah, it's genius. And it's also, like, so sad that that's one of your favourite <laughs> tips that you've gleaned. Well, since it's the... <laughs>
0: something that I never
1: knew I could do before. And now I know I can do. Yeah, and it's just little things like that where you're like, huh, so obvious but so effective yeah totally <laughs> yeah and then um also like we have never we've never ever yet done a uh like a lounge at an airport mm. um whereas we've seen these the lounges on vlogs over the last few months and and actually it's made me really want to do the lounge thing because normally when we travel to disney we'll we'll basically we'll check in at the airport on the morning And we will go to find some breakfast, like, at Manchester Airport, there was a really nice breakfast place that we used to go to. I don't remember what it was called, but it was, it just felt like, it felt a bit more, like, luxury, a
0: bit more bougie. You see, for me, I'm not into bougie now. Yeah, I'm not anymore. I want want a pint of spoons. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly, that's what I was going to say next, is, like, on the last couple trips, though, we have gone, and we've, like, gone to the Weatherspoons. whatever Weatherspoons is there, we've set up a cam like, at a table, and we've been that family that just basically stay there (laughs) for, like, the whole time. I don't even know if
0: it's, like, that family, though. I feel like everybody does, because there's different types of people. Like, our mum, she likes to be the person that goes and looks at the shops. Mm. You have the people that want to sit i don't know sit and read at the gate before it even opens or something Mm. and then you have the people like us who want to just
1: sit and drink drink (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um yeah and it was the the one where was it The which airport did we go from last time gatwick Gatwick. yeah and um which we're from stoke guys was so long it it was a mission getting there um, but the weatherspoons that was there, I, I just found it so comfortable where oh, we yeah. were sitting and we were, like, right near to the toilets, which I know isn't appealing to a lot of people. But when you've got a small baby, mm-hmm. it's it was helpful being so close to the toilets and there was an itsu right next to weatherspoons, So we went and bought, like, an itsu feast for on the plane because mm-hmm. I hate airplane food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, yeah, that's that's been the way that we've done things in the past. But I think next time we'll definitely... Look at the option of getting a lounge because it basically looks like exactly the same experience but a lot more chilled and mm. with better quality food and drink. Yeah. And unlimited, like you can help yourself and you can just yeah. keep going up, like.
0: So let us know if you've been to like Manchester Airport in particular because that's where we aim for, mm-hmm. or Heathrow. We're really going to avoid going Gatwick again. Yeah. Then let us know of your favorite lounges that allow. Little children because Walter will probably be two or three
1: by the time we go. Again. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. It's like, can I not just leave? If, if they're not got a crash, <laughs> if there's if there's a lounge where there's a crash, then that would be ideal. So think of me, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the one other thing that we were gonna say as well because we've only actually done this on I think two trips maybe, um, is doing is starting the trip a day early and doing a pre-travel day, staying in a hotel the night before. That's been something that you know obviously we knew that we could do that but because we've seen it so many times on vlogs and because we have enjoyed it the last couple of times that we've done it we just feel like that's a non-negotiable now and I think a big a reason why we haven't really done it in the past is because
0: we live only about I don't know an hour max to Manchester airport so it's never really made sense to be like okay let's book somewhere the night before like if we've gone to Heathrow or like, the last time I went to Indonesia a couple of years ago, mum and dad took me to this, like, gorgeous hotel, which was a proper steal. Radisson, steel. wasn't it? I think like, it was yeah, a Radisson it might have been the Blue. Radisson. We got it for, like, a bargain, because the room... We got two individual rooms. There was a spa and everything. And so... And then on this last trip, obviously, with us going to Gatwick, we wanted to make sure... And I actually think we, this is so nerdy (laughs) to say, I think we stayed, we may have stayed at the same place that ears had stayed on their last
1: trip because I remember when we watched for the first time and we were like, oh my God, that's where we were. Yeah, I remember seeing it on someone else's Someone else's vlog. I don't remember what the place was called, no, but I really I liked it, a, it. Yeah, I really liked it, and there was a pool and. My food was good the night, like the night before.
0: Yeah, we had I nice think, food.
1: and you guys went to the bar as well. Me and Walter went went to bed. You had a, a strange like four a m. bath. Like you woke up at four yeah, a m. and had a bath. <laughs> I know. I, because it was such a last minute decision for us to
0: like because long story short we had originally booked to fly from Manchester but then Thomas Cook went bust so we had to change our flights which were at Gatwick then at Gatwick and it meant that we had to get a room all together all five of us because you know
1: we'd booked it so last minute and because I I co-sleep with Walter like we bed share so that meant that like because he just won't sleep in a cot Mm. so it meant that me Millie and Walter all had to share the double bed together so I think like a mixture of
0: excitement and also just um, not being able to sleep. I woke up at like 4am and I was like, oh, right, what can I do? Because there's not going to be any like anywhere open for coffee yet.
1: So I had a bath, a yeah. nice 4am bath. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's, it's definitely something that I think is a good move for us to make because something that we've, like dad's always said in the past and I understand it more now that I'm an adult, but mm-hmm. like mum mum's not good at getting ready to travel (gasps) like the night the day before a trip mum is like not packed and she's like not put anything in the wash like she's not even chosen her clothes she hasn't like she always likes to like wash her hair and like do like a nice blowout on her hair before we travel and she's never done that and she'll literally be awake at like until about 4am the morning before we travel and, the, uh, and then even the morning of traveling mm. is like stressful as well because it's like oh like I haven't put my hairdryer in and I, you know mm. it's always there's always tweezers in her handbag and she's and, and she's like oh where are the tweezers and it's always just really chaotic and stressful um and we always kind of panic about, whether we're gonna make it in time and because dad loves to be super duper early same, I Yeah hate being late see I don't like being late but I don't want to be at the airport like four hours before a flight whereas dad would quite willingly be there like four hours before yeah, um, yeah it's, not, it's not for me, just because they never open the check in gate until like three hours before anyway so then you're just like floating around but then maybe he says four hours because he knows that mum will take like at least an hour and a half mm-hmm. after that um but yeah whereas the the last few times it's still technically been the same with mum like panicking and everything but at least we know that the flight isn't until like the following day yeah so we panic on the way to the airport hotel yeah (laughs) and then and then we can switch off and chill out and we always like um we like choosing hotels where they've got a pool and they've got like a sauna and stuff so it feels like you really are starting your trip a day early
0: yeah, so we're really looking forward to doing that next time again as well. If you know of anywhere near to Manchester that you would recommend it's a cool place to stay the night before, let us know because we're a hundred percent going to be doing that too. Yeah. Start our vacation. Good early. food.
1: We need we need good drinks and we need a pool, for sure. Finally, um, the last thing that saved our lockdown experience is little kind of I they're not really called games, but like little things that we do as a family that. Um, just bring a little bit of Disney to our day so something that we were doing and we've mentioned it before during last lockdown quite a lot is where we would say to each other what would you do if you were in Disney right now Mm. and then the other person has to decide based on how they're feeling in that moment what they would be doing and we would do it with eating as well. Over the last few weeks however something that I've been doing quite a lot is whenever I've got a minute um, I will go on my phone I'll find a menu for a restaurant in Orlando. Any restaurant, like I think I've done. Which the ones The first one you did was Hooters. Hooters, yeah, I did Hooters. Yeah. Um, which, Hooters, by the way, oh they gosh, had so yeah. many good appetizers on that menu. Epic, epic food. Mm, yeah, we need to. We need. Uh, I think with Hooters is like it's a great place for us to sort of pick up like appetizers as takeout mm. because like we. Not
0: the, into the vibe. Though. Yeah, the
1: vibe is yeah. We're not into the vibe at all really but the food is pretty good and like kind of trashy good but it's yeah. good so yes yeah, so we did Hoot- i put i shared the hooters menu i did the olive garden menu i did hollywood brown derby menu so literally just like plucking menus out of thin air sending them in a whatsapp group to my dad and my sister and asking them what what are you having like what's on mm. your what's on your plate today um again it's a
0: great visualization tool guys and if you don't know what visualization is i mean you're probably better explaining it but you you guys probably do this without even realizing and just know it's the right thing to do yeah
1: definitely visual yeah i i could talk about visualization a lot but if you want to hear about visualization then you need to be following my other account (laughs) which is gabriella yoga because there's so much to it um as as a technique and and benefits to visualising but yeah it's it's a lot of fun to do and some of the one of the things that we have really had our eyes open to as well is the way that places change their menu so frequently and so drastically as well because there's places that we've been to in the past where we've maybe thought like oh I don't think I'll go back there again and or it was a bit lackluster or there wasn't anything on the menu that I liked. Um, but they've just popped up in my list of of places that I've shared, and we've been we've been like oh my god like I didn't know they did that and when mm. did they start doing that and like one for me was just last week I shared the Whispering Canyon menu
0: yeah oh, ah
1: and it looks so good yeah because the last time we went we went for breakfast and the and it wasn't a good experience like overall service wise food wise time wise etc. Um, and we've been for evening meals before but we I think we kind of just felt a little bit like the basic skillet that they used to do mm-hmm. got a bit samey mm-hmm. um I didn't know but in recent months I guess or yes. maybe do it's you think because we haven't been
0: for so long wow
1: in recent years then they have started offering numerous skillets so you can choose like which of the skillets you want and basically it's, it's an all-you-can-eat restaurant they bring like a skillet full of different foods on it um and then obviously when you finish then you can order some more and they've got like a plant-based skillet now which looks amazing with like maple glazed pretend chicken and oh know, it just sea, looks really good. which
0: had like salmon and citrus chicken in it and it just looks delicious it's definitely something we'd be
1: considering next time again yeah that was that was a really great menu that that was a Pleasant surprise and it introduced me to to some new stuff that we should definitely try next time. Um and also the another one that was really good was the Grand Floridian Cafe menu. Oh my gosh, yeah. We recently saw that they do this like lobster burger. They yeah, it was which like, is... called like lobster bisque burger or something. Like
0: <gasps> I I just don't know how I've missed this one oh, this wasn't, happened. It
1: wasn't bisque, it was a yeah, uh, thermidor. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like pieces of lobster on top of a burger inside a burger bun and honestly these pictures guys I only saw this last week and I was like there is no way I'm not going to get that on the next yeah trip. apparently the, the sauce
1: is like the thing the as thing. well yeah, like you, that's probably the so firmador, I yeah guess. I think you like pour the sauce all over the top of it oh God, I'm and, so hungry <laughs> oh it's so it looks so so good and I didn't know that they did that because I think the last time we went there was At least ten years ago, because it was when abuela or abuela was still with us, Um, and and I had a really good sandwich there Mm. then uh, with this nice like gravy on it, but I definitely would have chosen Cinderella's shoe. Yeah, for dessert. Yeah. They did like a white chocolate cinderella's glass slipper with like um mousse like chocolate mousse inside yeah and you didn't eat hardly any of it and, and i, I think, ate it all
0: <laughs> i think i felt super grown up because i'm pretty sure it, there was like you know how you have some desserts with like alcohol in them which mm-hmm. is nothing basically but i think when i found out that there was alcohol in them i was like oh my god oh my god this is so naughty mm-hmm. because i'm so young and it's like gonna <laughs> get
1: wasted like yeah. um Peter k on a apple cider lolly or whatever it is yeah <laughs> so, so oh we just both went at the same time but yeah that's that's like been a thing that we've been doing so bring a little bit of that into your day and there's another there's another couple of games that we've been playing but we're not going to talk too much about them because we want to actually introduce them to you guys um whether it's on podcast episodes playing with some of you like playing the actual game or whether it is something that we might actually produce one day um so so yeah more about that later but if you want some more details then let us know and we'll we'll give you a couple of whispers and that pretty much wraps everything
0: up guys it's it's just been fun even talking about this just thinking like yeah it's been a really really hard difficult time but there has been a lot of joy and peace and fantasy that's come out of it so as always please let us know on instagram on facebook on twitter email us i don't know if you can email us but just fine figure it out and um, get in touch with us and let us know if you have to say like what your experiences have been like how Walt disney world or orlando or universal studios has saved your lockdown experience what you're going to be doing like moving forwards into this second lockdown and any new things that you'll be doing on your next
1: trip that you wouldn't have thought of before until all of this came about so yeah definitely make sure that you stay in touch you guys as we say it was really really important to us during the last time the fact that we have this community here um so don't be a stranger and uh, yeah we'll see you real soon bye